For the last two years I've been grappling with exercise. I know it's necessary, but I don't want to do it. I keep telling myself that I'll get over it, it being my need for control ever since I had cancer. I couldn't control that, but I could control whether or not I exercised. I know it's more than a little bit ridiculous, but the emotions don't always listen to logic. Over a decade ago I wrote my first chronic kidney disease book, What Is It and How Did I Get It? Early Stage Chronic Kidney Disease. I included a chapter on exercise. Maybe that would help. I didn't want to copy the entire chapter for today's blog, so here you have what I consider the relevant parts. Maybe it'll help you, too, if you're having the same problem as I am. I know from reader comments that many of us are in the same exercise boat. Ready? Let's start rowing. I knew exercise was important to control my weight. It would also improve my blood pressure and lower my cholesterol and triglyceride levels. The greater your triglycerides, the greater the risk of increasing your creatinine. There were other benefits, too, although you didn't have to have CKD to enjoy them, better sleep, and improved muscle function and strength. But, as with everything else you do that might impinge upon your health, check with your doctor before you start exercising. I researched, researched, and researched again. Each explanation of what exercise does for the body was more complicated than the last one I read. Keeping it simple, basically, there's a compound released by voluntary muscle contraction. It tells the body to repair itself and grow stronger. The idea is to start exercising slowly and then intensity your activity. I've discovered articles that say you need to exercise every day, and those that say you need to take a day or two off each week. Frankly, I'm at the point where I try for every day but remember the articles that say take a day or two off each week if I don't get to make the time every day that week. I don't know if it's a function of age or not, but sometimes the day slips away, and I haven't exercised yet. Photo by Mart Production on Pexels.com For me, planning is important. For example, I'm going dancing tonight, update, COVID put an end to that, so I know I don't have to stop writing to exercise. Yesterday, I did, so I figured that since I can't sit still at the computer for more than two hours at a time, I'd use the exercise bike, update, long gone in deference to my knees and hip, and watch a movie during my second computer break. The day before, I had appointments left and right without too much time for myself, so I had my coffee in the morning then used a one-mile walking tape. I usually use a three-mile tape, but knew time was going to be tight that day and figured one mile was better than no miles. There are days when an arthritic hip prevents me from doing any full-body exercise. I make sure no one is watching, then I dance vigorously but only from the waist up. If it's summertime here, I can water walk without too much pain when the arthritis acts up. Update, COVID ended that, too. The point is that exercise is going to help you impede the progress of your CKD. Learn to at least tolerate exercise, if you can't learn to love it. This was written over 11 years ago and seems a bit simplistic. Let's see what newer information there is about exercise and CKD. BMC, a research publisher, included a 2019 study by BMC Nephrology which concluded. Exercise therapy may be a potential strategy to improve ECFR, reduce SBP, DBP and BMI in non-dialysis CKD patients. Limited evidence from short-term studies suggests that exercise may reduce TG, but not SCR, TC, HDL or LDL. Don't worry. They also included definitions for the abbreviations. SBP, systolic blood pressure. DBP, diastolic blood pressure. BMI, body mass index. TG, triglyceride. SCR, serum creatinine. TC, total cholesterol. HDL, high-density lipoprotein. LDL, low-density lipoprotein. 
this sounds suspiciously like the list of what exercise can do for anyone, not just CKD patients, except for one very important aspect, ECFR. That's your estimated glomerular filtration rate. In other words, it's the evaluator of your kidney health. The higher the function, the better your kidneys are working. My ECFR just tanked to 40, almost the lowest it's ever been. It's probably due to using two different kinds of insulin, but that's a blog for another day. The point is that exercise became part of my daily routine as soon as I saw that blood test result. Enough of these emotive issues. Time to return to logic. As for lowering both parts of your blood pressure, that's good news too since high blood pressure is the second most common cause of CKD here in the USA. By the way, systolic is the top number which measures your heart rate when blood is being pumped to all parts of your body. Diastolic is the bottom number which measure your heart rate when your heart is at rest. Lowering your BMI is also a boon. Excess weight may lead to diabetes which, in turn, could lead to CKD. According to the NCBI, National Center for Biotechnology Information. A high body mass index is one of the strongest risk factors for new-onset CKD. In individuals affected by obesity, a compensatory hyperfiltration occurs to meet the heightened metabolic demands of the increased body weight. The increase in intraglomerular pressure can damage the kidneys and raise the risk of developing CKD in the long term. Got it. Let's both get off the computer and get moving. Until next week. Keep living your life.